There we are. Hope dealer. We're live. Hope dealers. Dealing some hope. Dealing some hope. And can I be a dope healer? <laughs> yeah, bro. We got to get them. We got to get the hope dealer dope healer. So we got to figure out what we're going to talk about on these things. Mm -hmm. What are we going to talk about? I think. And somebody asked us, what is hope dealer about? What are we going to tell them? I was looking up the definition of hope the other day, just to really dial into it. What's this all about? And I think that concept is like when you get, let's say you're lost in the woods and you get to that point of where you think I'm never going to get out of here. Yeah. And there's a physiological feeling of that panic. And then you calm down enough to go, fuck that. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to find a way. That's hope. Despair. Opposite of hope is despair. There's a lot of people dealing with despair right now. Oh yeah. And there's gonna be a lot more people dealing with despair. Mm -hmm. And so the way to combat despair is hope. I know when I've been in my darkest places in my life, like the only thing I wanted was like some hope. Mm -hmm. I was in the worst place in my marriage. I was like, I just want some hope. It's gonna, we're going to be able to work it out. Yeah. Have you ever felt that way? Oh yeah. I was like, just, I need something to know that it's going to be okay. And so dealing that and giving that to people, I think is probably one of the best gifts you can give them because it's the fuel that propels them into out of that darkness. Hope is hope, holy optimism. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like divine optimism. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people are seeking because their situation seems so, so out of control or so far beyond them. Remember when that plane crashed? It was like, I forgot where it was. And those guys like lived out in the snow oh, and they like had to eat each other and stuff. And yeah. like, I would love to ask them like, what made them to keep going? Yeah. I know it was hope. Oh yeah. But what were they hoping that? A plane would fly over, uh, help was on its way. He got him through that situation. Mm -hmm. Did you, you see a couple of weeks ago, there was that guy that was out on the ocean on a boat for 91 days, 92 days with his dog. Oh my God. Could you imagine after like, I don't know about you, but after four, five, six days, like it's a little cliche to say, oh yeah, I'm going to keep hope alive. Yeah. That's a net, that's next level. I think some people don't even tap into hope. They don't even, I think a lot of these inner city kids and people mm -hmm. growing up in poverty situations or even out in the country, very little. I know I was raised with hope wasn't really something that people talked to me a lot about. Mm -hmm. I always tell people owning a home was for everybody else. There was no hope in owning a home mm -hmm. until somebody, until one day somebody came and gave it to me yeah. and they were like, you can do that. Wow. So I think that there's going to be some really profound conversations that come right here in this location. Mm -hmm. I think God's really going to send us some people that are, we're going to think we know what we're talking to them about. We have no idea where it's going to take us. Yeah. So that, that's the best part. Cause I think this is a type of conversation that it's a thesis or a question that most people don't ask about. Who's the types of people that, that you hope to have here, <laughs> right? Plan, but yeah, that's you want to have here. Michael Chandler, Dave Bouncer. Those are two that are like really on my list. I also like the unsung people. I think there's always like a special place in heaven for teachers and nurses. Yeah. People who have seen things and experienced things that most people don't. And so there's, yeah, there's just like this, I think it's just a unique blend of where people who have been in, I think of nurses, for example, they see the beginning of the life and the end of life and they can see it the same day. It's pretty amazing. So anybody who has just been with people who at the end of the day, I think the most important thing is when people seek hope 
in the most dire situation, they always go to one thing. You ever seen those videos online of like when the planes are like having really heavy turbulence and everyone yeah. starts praying and screaming yeah. and saying, God yeah. help us? Why? And then interesting. Hope. Yeah, it's the last thing. There's a lady who I know. She said, faith isn't faith until it's all you're holding on to. I think faith and hope are interchangeable as concepts. Absolutely. Yeah. So hope isn't hope until it's the last thing we have left. Yeah. I hate to say it, but imagine being wrongfully convicted and being in prison. Oh, yeah. And having to hold on to that hope. I, those are the, some of the guys I'd like to find. So who was the guy that made a mistake and spent 20 years in prison and his hope was to get out and get a second chance? Like, how did he tap into that each day when it seemed like there was no other possibility in life whatsoever? Like, how did you go back to that? Because we know it was hope. We know what the answer is. For sure. And that's what's amazing about hope is it's a universal black and white thing. What's also cool about it is you can give it to anybody. It's interchangeable. We've got a unique platform here. We're excited. Dicks, bro. We're going to be able to offer something unique. We don't know where it's really going, you know, but we hope people will raise their hand and say they want to know more about it or be a part of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it may take us right here on the farm sitting and filming. <laughs> it might take us to the Smoky Mountains. Yeah. It might take us to the East Coast or West Coast. Who knows where it's going to take I us? I could just see the Hope Wagon just strolling down Broadway. <laughs> yeah. Right? Why not, dude? I want to partner with some of the right organizations yeah, and the right people out there, though. Yeah. You know, you pointed out the other day, you know, the mobile food pantries mm-hmm. that we've gone to before, but Second Harvest had the word hope on the side of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. That was crazy. There's going to be opportunities like that that we could say, hey, partner with us, be a mm-hmm. part of the Hope Wagon. Yep. How cool would it be to roll this thing up to a mobile pantry, have the mobile pantry, give people two or three weeks worth of groceries, give them an opportunity to come on a platform yep. or people that want to come out and serve, bring them in and be like, hey man, you've been serving here for five years. What is it? Mm-hmm. Like why? Mm-hmm. And tell the stories of those guys. One of my yeah. good friends, Andy Pounds just passed away and he was army ranger for 30 years, paratrooper, all that sort of stuff. He taught me how to coyote hunt. Wow. Um, he had permission because everybody loved him. He had permission to hunt on over a hundred farms in Rutherford County. And when he went into his war room, when I went over to his house at four in the morning, he'd be like, come on over, we'll go coyote hunting. We'd go in this war room and he had this map up and he'd have 130 pins on it of all the farms that he had permission to hunt on. Wow. He would pull up the wind. He would know what direction. And it was great hunting with him because we get his little old Ford Ranger <laughs> and he knew which exact farms we were going to go to in the three hours we were hunting. He'd know where we were going, where we were going to sit. It was super cool. Dang. And he would come to those mobile food pantries for 10, 15 years. He was always there running them. Serving. Yeah, just serving. Dealing hope, dude. And like, I want more of that. Yeah. I want to tap into that. Yeah, think about Jordan Peterson. He talks about it a lot. He says, the world is starving for an encouragement, a word of encouragement. That, to me, has been the thesis of what the most important conversation is that I think I can have with people on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. That's why when anyone asks me in business where they're like, so what's the best way to grow my business? And I tell them to encourage five people a day. It's like paying it forward. Like the idea that encouraging five people a day doesn't get you leads. It changes you. So your intention shifts and the why and what you're doing and how that impacts it. And when you shift, then all of a sudden your world shifts, right? So I think that's the one part on that. And then the other side is like the whole concept of giving, right? The idea of 
hope dealers are giving something to people. And I think there's two aspects to that. We have the opportunity to give by creating a platform, but we have also the ability to receive by talking to these amazing people and learning yeah. from them. And I think this is a wild concept that I thought about today when I was talking to Sonny of the, what is the animal realtor? Yeah. So cool. So I was talking this afternoon and I'm like, so we were talking about these concepts of like passion and purpose and then profession and just like, just jamming on it. And, and I said, when you ask someone for help, you're paying for the opportunity for them to give. Like really think about that. Like we love giving and people love giving, but a lot of people have issues receiving. But what's funny is when you know how to ask for help, that same feeling that you get, that amazing feeling that you get when someone you can give to someone without expectation of return, you just paid that forward. And now that person has the ability to give it to you. To you. Yeah. So that's what's so beautiful about it is like, giving people a concept hope it also on the receiving end we actually are then paying it forward to whoever walks up those stairs for their ability to give the, a gift to the world it's like asking someone to speak it's always such an honor when someone asks right. you to do that right well if they didn't ask you then where's the opposite side of the ability to receive and for that person to give it's such an interesting circuit i never saw it that way i didn't look at it that way paying forward the opportunity to give by understanding the idea of how to ask for help. You're opening up a door for them of opportunity. You, I, I think a lot of people think about hope as being like this really big thing. I guess be monumental as to be a big pivot shift and that it, that is, that happens. But sometimes it's just the simple things. And when I heard you say encourage five people a day, I remember there was a day I was sitting in the uh, BNA airport and it was 5.30 a.m. And I was sitting there, I sat down at the table and nobody came to greet me for a while. And I'm thinking, man, what's going on? I'm I want a cup of coffee over here in a second. <laughs> and all of a sudden I hear this lady behind me and she's an older lady, maybe in her fifties, waiting tables. Mm -hmm. And um, she's at the register, just pounding that screen. <laughs> and I just hear behind me, she's like, it's not going to be a good day. Mm. She goes, this is not going to be a good day. And I'm like, oh. I don't want her to stick her fingers in my coffee. <laughs> so <laughs> dealer activate. <laughs> yeah, right. Put on the cape. <laughs> but she comes over and she says, what would you like? I said, I'll take a cup of coffee. I'm ready to order. I'll just take the two eggs, bacon, whatever. And she goes, okay. So she goes back to get my coffee. On her way back, all of a sudden, she drops the coffee mug. I'm like, oh boy, it's oh. definitely not going to be. Oh, man. Right? It's on now. So she dropped the coffee mug. A lady came over to help her. The other lady came over to help her clean up. And anyway, the reason why I tell this story was you helped me because I remember. It was almost like I heard your voice in my head. But she came over and I just looked at her and I just said, hey, I just want to tell you something. I said, some of the worst days that start out are some of your best days of your life. Mm -hmm. And I said, today's going to get better. And she looked at me and she goes, I don't know about that. And I said, I don't know if I'm going to leave you a $20 tip either at the end of this. <laughs> and I just smiled and she looked and she's, oh, I see what you're doing there. Mm. And I think that little moment, it did, it shifted. I left her a $20 tip and maybe it was a seed I planted. But you made a big difference because that was that day that I thought I was like, I'm going to encourage somebody I normally would not. That's not normally something yeah. I do. Mm -hmm. And I think that in itself, you're injecting a little piece of hope in somebody's day. Oh, for sure, dude. When I heard Jordan, Dr. Jordan Peterson say that, it, it changed everything for me. And he said, if you want to be relevant in the next 20 years, talk about personal responsibility. <laughs> this is a guy who has studied the human condition for his entire life. So that's why I knew. And then those, those little nuggets just inspired me to be like, wow, 
I think I understand now more than ever how important it is. And then I think about my kiddos and like what goes on and I'm like, dude, if I get nothing else, if I'm just really encouraging. Yep. And the concept of encouraging or dealing hope is like to empower courage. Encourage is the ability to do it scared. Yeah. And that's the whole game. It's that's what's noble. It's great that people want to seek safety and happiness, and that's wonderful. But the only thing more noble than that is having courage and bravery. And I think that's a part of this whole thing too. The brave ones, the ones who have courage, the ones who have dealt with life's obstacles and found a way to get through them. Some people who will be going through it in the thick of it in the moment that we have a conversation with them. Yeah. But if people spend time having conversations with us to be seen and heard and validated, or if the world sees that conversation, then someone else has the opportunity. I think just for one person to be in their life that says, I know it's hard, but it's going to be okay. Yeah. We're here for you. Um, we'll have the hope dealer, like amen corner, just supporting people and loving on people. I think it's a big deal to have that opportunity to like, you know, people who need hope are willing to receive whatever someone has to give in a lot of ways. I think they're much more receptive to like spirituality Yep. because Jim Carrey said it, but that spirituality exists to end suffering. And so I think that there's something unique about when you are hitting that last step, when you are feeling like you're down, I do this. God has showed up so many times in my life where I was like, yo, this is like 1159, bro. And you, you still made it right. So many times. So I think that if I was going to encourage anybody, why they should listen to this and watch this and what we're going to do, because we don't really exactly know where it's going to go. But I know one thing that we've all had those pivot shifts in our life. Mm-hmm. We've all heard that one thing. We've all met that one person at that one time that we said, we're going to make a change or we're going to do something different or that inspires me. And that's what's going to come from this. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, the people we have on here, that's gonna, it's going to come from them. It's not going to probably come from us all the time. And I'm Sean Kaplan. Nick Cavuto. And we're the Hope Dealers. We hope you'll tune in to our upcoming episodes. Hope you'll support us, encourage us, and be a part of what we're doing and be a part of the cartel. You join the cartel. Right. <laughs> gotcha. Much love. That was good. Yeah, cool. Oh, yeah.